Okay, the chair is strategic because uh, I'm going to motor. And I find that if I'm seated, I talk less. If I'm roaming, I can get into it and chat it up with y'all, and it's just going to take up too much time. So God has a very specific thing that he wants to do, and so I need to talk, 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 do what he wants to do, talk, 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 do what he wants to do all through the night until we've completed every section, amen? Um, so praise the Lord. So we're going to get to it. We're going to get right into it. So uh, Pastor Alex, you're, you are so funny. I love listening to you. I love, you know, they say if they're, if they're laughing, they're learning. And I find that I'm laughing a lot when you minister, which means I am learning so much because I laugh so much and I really appreciate your ministry. There you are, not even paying attention to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. That should give me an extra minute. <laughs> uh, praise the Lord. But as we, as we said, Amen. Pastor Ian kicked off the month of HELP, H-E-L-P, the acronym. We're talking about relationships. And he kicked off the H, honor, on Sunday. And if you were here Sunday, you know he did a fabulous job. It was basically Honor 101, everything you need to know about Honor. It was so good. Um, get the, we don't see the tape anymore, but get online and watch it, right? If you were not here on Sunday and catch yourself up because it was so good, it was super foundational. So um, he, you know, uh, we're talking about relationships and Honor is so significant. When we're talking about relationships and having relationships like Pastor Alex said that are healthy, that are good, honor is something that definitely empowers our relationships. It is a bonus, right? It's hard to have a good relationship, and we can all attest to this, I'm sure, without honor, right? So he said a lot of great things. I'm not going to talk. I would love to. Look at me. I want to, but I'm not. So we're going to jump right in. Let's pray. Good idea, Holy Spirit. Lord, we get really excited because there's... Ah, when we know you... And when we spend time with you, we always have something good to say. There's so much that we can talk about and so much we can say, even just chatting. We love to chat about you because we know you. There's always so much to say. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. You're here with us, God, fully God, here with us right now. And... You've got some things that you want to do tonight. And so we just say, we're so excited. Have your way tonight. Whatever you want to do, I think I know how you want to do it. But if, you know, midnight you change your mind, that's great too. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, because you know what's best. And so we thank you for your leading and thank you for your anointing tonight. That as these words hit hearts, there's going to be freedom, there's going to be breakthrough, there's going to be healing. Whatever the need. You know, it doesn't matter what we talk about tonight. God is in the house. And his anointing is not compartmentalized. So even if I don't say the word healing, you can still get healed. Hallelujah. Because God, fully God, all of God, 100% God is here in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We're so excited. Okay, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. So Pastor Ian talked about six groups of people that we are called to honor, okay? That we are, God commands us to honor, and he referred to six particular people groups. So I'm very quickly going to move through these six people groups, 
and I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about some practical things, practical ways that you can honor. And then in between each people group, we're gonna do the thing that the Lord really wants to do, okay? Yeah, wow, I know, the suspense. <laughs> Melissa asked me if it was a fire tunnel. It's not a fire tunnel. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Those are, that's an inside LCSM joke right there. Okay. Now, okay, now you have to stand up. Can I get all the LCSM talking about honor? Let's honor our LCSM students right now. Yeah. Light City School of Ministry in the house. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. I love you. Yeah, like, you know, some of y'all, I can't talk about that, guys. I don't have time right now. But y'all did some great things to be here, and we really honor that in you. Okay, praise the Lord. So, um, God, we honor God. We honor, how do we honor God? We're not there yet. Guys, get me back on track, okay. The first, the first group, actually it's not a group, the first person that we are told to honor is God. God himself. In 1 Samuel 2.30, it says, Those who honor me, I will honor enough said, but it goes on and it says, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Now, the thing that I find super interesting about this is he's, he doesn't say those who honor me, I will honor. And those who don't honor me, he actually uses the word despise. Yeah. Just let that. Yeah. Okay. Not honoring is on the same level as despise. Okay. So those who do not honor me, those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me, I didn't write that, but I was like, wow, God, that's intentional, shall be lightly esteemed. Now that word lightly esteems mean basically I won't be thinking much of you. So if you don't honor me, I will not be, not, I will not honor you and I won't be giving you much thought wow. is what that essentially means. So right off the bat, is honor a big deal? Yes. Yeah, it's huge. Okay, which is why we're going to do tonight what we need to do. Okay, how do we honor God then? We're moving. How do we honor God? We honor God in three ways. This is not an exhaustive list, but this covers a lot. We honor God in our finances. Amen. You know, write that down. God says if we don't honor... <laughs> this is the teacher in me. God, I just read that. Those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me or don't honor me. So I don't want to be in that second group. So you, I want to write down what does it take to honor God? Okay. Proverbs 3, 9 says, honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. Honor the Lord. How do we honor God? Number one, one way, first way, we honor God in our finances. So this is talking about tithes and offerings, giving to God, giving to the kingdom of heaven, heaven, trusting God with what most people would consider to be their most valuable resource. Most people would consider money to be that. I'm not saying they would be accurate in that, but they, most people believe that. Praise the Lord, right? And so we know, based on what Joe said, 
We can tell where someone's heart is by where they put their money. So number one, we honor God in our finances. Two, how else do we honor God so we don't despise God and he doesn't lightly esteem us? Can you tell that I'm like... Because you know what? Ah, yeah, Lord, I want to honor you in this message. This is a big deal to you. We honor God in what we say. How we talk. Psalm 50, 23, he who offers the sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. So when we acknowledge him and we thank him for what he's done in our life, that is a way of honoring God with our words. When we say about us and other people what God says about us and other people, that is a way of honoring God with our words. It shows God we believe you to the point that we're actually going to talk about it like you do. We're going to say what you say. Amen. The third way is we honor God in what we do. So we honor God in our finances. We honor God in what we say. We honor God in what we do. Proverbs 14:31 says, he who oppresses the poor taunts his maker. But I love these words. But he who is gracious to the needy honors me. We honor God in what we do. When we obey his word, we are showing God, I am honoring you because I believe you. When you do what I say, that shows me there's honor there. You believe what I say. Amen? So it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. It's always in the doing. Hallelujah. So we honor God how? In our finances, in what we say, we talk the way he talks, we acknowledge him, we thank him. We don't say bad, we don't say bad things about ourselves. We don't say we're no good. We don't say we can't do this or we can't do that. We don't say we're not talented, we're not gifted. We don't talk about ourselves in a way that God would not talk about us. We don't say we're unlovely, unloving, unlovable. We don't say we're unlovable. We don't say we're not lovely. We don't say what God wouldn't say. Because when we say what God says, we show God that we're honoring him in our words, okay? And then in what we do, doing what God says to do. So if God says do this and I do that opposite this, I'm dishonoring God. Okay, great. So now this is what God wants to do. This is the first bit of instruction that the Lord gave me. So Maestro, if you could help us out at the back. You're so good. Praise the Lord. Okay. And um, we're going to just take a minute. And we got some background music, so it's not awkward. Okay. But the first thing that I, the first word I heard the Lord say when I began to pray about this message tonight was the word repent. Yeah. Not because he's going like this from heaven but because he wants us walking out free. We're going to go through each area and we're going to take a minute to do this for each area. So everyone's going to close their eyes. Super simple. The first, the first group, 
God, your group, unto yourself. We're honoring God. We talked about finances. We talked about words. We talked about deeds, actions, the things we do, the things we don't do. And so all I want you to do, each one on his or her own, is just take a minute and ask Holy Spirit if there is a way, an incident perhaps, where you did not, maybe he would highlight one of these three areas that I mentioned, where you did not or have not been honoring God. Just ask him to bring that to the surface. How do we do that? We say, Holy Spirit, is there a way that I have not been honoring God? That's all. And then when he shows you that way, maybe it's one way, maybe it's more than one way. That's okay. Yay, we're, we want to be fully cleansed. Let's get rid of it all. And then all we do very simply is just repent. We say, Lord, thank you for showing me that. I have not dishonored you in this way or that way. And I repent. I repent. That's all you have to say. I repent for dishonoring you, for not honoring you in this way. And I ask for your forgiveness. Just do it right now. And then I want you to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. I am forgiven. You don't need to carry that around anymore. It's done. But what you do need to do right now before we continue is forgive yourself. So simply say, I forgive myself. God forgave me. So now I forgive me for, for not honoring God in this way or these ways. And then once you've done that, very simply, just ask Holy Spirit, is there an action step that you want me to take? That would be honoring to you? Because Lord, I wanna show you that I'm serious about this. Is there something that you want me to do, Lord? Is there something you want me to start saying? And you just listen for that one thing and I suggest you jot it down. Okay, praise the Lord. So now we're gonna do music. Goodbye. And lights back up. Okay. Okay, do you get the gist of it? So five more to go. And that's what we're gonna do, those three steps. Asking Holy Spirit to show something, get rid of it. Repent, receive your forgiveness, however many steps this is. Forgive yourself, and then ask the Lord for an action step. Is there something you want me to do, something you want me to say? What do you want me to do, Lord? Okay, and that's it. Okay, number two, honor your mother and your father. That's my countdown. Okay, praise the Lord. Exodus 20, okay. I want to say too, we can honor the Lord. We can honor all groups of people in word, deed, or thought. Okay? Word, deed, or thought. 
Number two, honor your mother and your father. Exit, this is a big gee. Exodus 20, 12. I think most people wouldn't think this is such a biggie. Hence, look at our society. Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and your mother. Why? That your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God has given you. Who wants long days upon the land? So God gives us a clue. Honor your father and your mother. Okay? So the Ten Commandments is where actually the fifth commandment of the, tenth com of the Ten Commandments is honor your mother and your father. So the first four talk about loving God, honoring God. And the remaining ones, okay? So did I write them down? Praise the Lord. Basically, did I write them down? I did. The fifth one is honoring your parents. But look at the company this commandment keeps. Okay, so you have to think along the same lines as like severity, okay? We got murder, we got adultery, we got stealing, we got lying, and we got coveting. And honoring your parents is in that mix. Yeah, okay. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 27, 16. I like to do that because it's like a fact. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is saying to me, slow down. I sit down to pray with him. I'm like, nee, 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 nee. and he's like, relax. Deuteronomy 27, 16. Cursed is anyone. I can't like make this up. Cursed is anyone who dishonors father or mother. That word curse is the word kalal, and it actually means lightly esteem. There it is again. For dishonoring, not honoring your parents. This is what God says. People out there, nobody in here or watching on the internet will be for not honoring their parents. Why is honoring our parents so important? I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why is it so important? Beyond the obvious, you know, because it's just, you know, rude to be dishonorable, right? But he said, family is the cornerstone of society. And I actually read in the New York Times, for a civilization to succeed, the family must succeed. Yeah. So family is key. So the question is not what happened to society. The question is what happened to the family? That's why honoring our parents, right, and the family dynamic, honoring each other, really, okay, is so important to God. And it's a command that we honor our parents. Amen? So what does that look like? I wrote down there, this includes in-laws. <laughs> but look at Ruth and Naomi. Yeah. Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law. And her mother-in-law basically gave her the freedom to leave after Ruth's husband died, which would have been Naomi's son. 
And Ruth said, no, I will not leave you. And Naomi goes, I'm not going to have any more sons for you to marry. And if I do, they're going to be too young for you. So I give you permission. You have my blessing to go. And Ruth so honors her mother-in-law that she says, no, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to go where you go. I'm going to lodge where you lodge. Your people are going to be my people and your God is going to be my God. Wow. Talk about honor. And that was her in-law. <laughs> okay. Praise the Lord. We love our mother-in-laws and our father-in-laws. Bless the Lord. Okay. How do we honor them? Number one, let them know that you understand. These are some practical things. Let them know that you understand and appreciate all they've done and get specific. Don't be like, thank you. It's better than not saying thank you, but get specific. We, we, I'm a parent. I'm a parent and I, we love, or maybe it's just my personality, but I love specifics. Tell, you know, tell me why. What are you so thankful for? And I need to do this to my mom. I need to get really specific. Thank you for being a great mom is good, but that probably won't make her cry. You know what's going to make her cry? When I start to get specific. So get super specific about what you're thankful for. And you can say to them, I know you've been praying for me. A lot of you can say that in this room. I know that you've been praying for me. Thank you for praying for me. Who knows where I'd be if you weren't praying for me. We said that, we say that about our family tree. Somebody somewhere was praying for us. And so we're so thankful for that. Speak respectfully to them and about them. You know what the Lord said to me? It's a little foxes, right? He said, you know, we're talking about, I was like meditating on what happened to our society and what happened to the families and all that stuff. And he said, you know, he said, give me an example. Whatever happened to call him the friend's parents by Mr. and Mrs. As opposed to Jack and Sally. <laughs> a little thing. Little by little, inch by inch, right? If you give the enemy an inch, he'll take a mile. You give him Mr. and Mrs., he'll take your whole family. Listen, okay, still on the parents. Listen to their stories. So this is good. I'll tell you. I love listening to my mother-in-law because she's got some really amazing stories about World War II. Listen to their stories. You might actually learn something. And the other thing is you're going to be a blessing. Your presence is the gift of your presence is such a blessing to them. And it shows a lot of honor when that is really the most precious thing that we have is time. So when you're willing to give your parents, your mother and your father to go over, to drop by for a coffee, to take them out for lunch and, and say, tell me a story. Tell me about it, what it was like when you were a kid and actually listen, actually pay attention. And I don't want to say just teenagers, but don't roll your eyes. I feel like that is the rudest. Like I, you know, some people need to be delivered from that. 
Don't, you know, in any of these groups, when you're listening, you know, we say, listen, look in their eyes, right? Don't, roll, don't huff and puff. When you're listening to stories, when you're listening to their advice, ask for their advice and listen. And if you don't like it, keep listening. That's what Pastor Ian was talking about. You may not like it, but honor is not only being respectful when you like what they're saying, but even if you don't like the advice that they're giving you as your mother or father, don't huff and puff. Don't roll your eyes, but listen attentively. Okay, praise the Lord. So I need the music down. Up, lights down. You know what to do. And all of you know what to do. Go, I release you. Go, ask the Lord. Do I need to repent in any way? Have I dishonored my mother or my father? And even if your parents have already gone home to be with the Lord, you can still do this. Even if you don't have a relationship with your parents or one of your parents, you can still do this. God wants you free. Get rid of it. I repent. I receive your forgiveness. I'm forgiven, yay. And I forgive myself and release myself from dishonoring my parents. And what can I do? Maybe he's gonna say, call your mother. That is so good. Send your mother a card or your father. Make yourself available to watch whatever their favorite show is. Go over one night. And whatever they like to watch, go and watch it with them. There's so many good ideas. Ask Holy Spirit. Okay, music down, lights up. Number three. How much time do I have left? Three is honor your spouse. Three is honor your spouse. Okay, praise the Lord. Now, I know you don't all have spouses. But I don't want to skip it. Okay. So, 1 Peter 3, 7, husbands give honor to the wife. Ephesians 5, 33, let the wife see that she respects her husband. Honor builds up, it doesn't tear down. It doesn't belittle or criticize. How to honor your spouse. Pray for them. Listen to them with patience. Sometimes they just want to know that you're listening. You don't need to fix. They just want to know that you're present, that you acknowledge that they have something to say, that you hear them. I hear what you're saying is really important. Okay? Uh, speak respectfully. Oh, speak respectfully about marriage. Praise the Lord. Don't refer to them as the ball and chain or the old lady. Praise the Lord. Write them a love letter, a poem, a song. Draw them something. Paint them something, senior family. You're so talented. You could also do that for me too. Praise the Lord. Get involved in things that they enjoy. Get on the motorcycle, if you don't, even if you don't like it. Right? Watch that documentary that is painful. 
Go shopping with them. Okay, lights, lights down, music up. If you don't have a spouse and you want a spouse, call your spouse in. Or see if there's anything else about God, if there's anything else on God's heart about honoring Him or people group number two, which was parents. That could apply also to ex-spouses, okay? If you've been carrying something around, the Lord wants to deal with all of it. He wants to deal with it all. He wants you free. He's not, okay, he's not coming with a critical spirit. He's, that's not God. He's saying, I love you. I love you. I got places for you to walk, Jason Lee Jones. And I need you free in order to do it. Okay, lights up. Okay, Brad, you're on it. You're so good. Okay, four, honor the king. These, for, these are from Pastor Ian from Sunday. So this is referring to government leaders. So we got a prime minister. You have a president. Okay, this is really important to God. We have governmental leaders, you know. I got to learn more about government and politics. But you know, from your, your local all the way to your federal or your national, right? Romans 13, 1 and 2, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority, resists the ordinance of God. This is a command, not a suggestion, to honor our prime minister, to honor your president, and at every level, whether you like them or, or not, or agree with them or not, or you voted for them or not. Praise the Lord. Ian's, Ian, not Ian, that's totally dishonoring. Pastor Ian on Sunday said, honor your opposition. Amen. David refused to dishonor Saul. Even when Saul was after his life, David chose to honor the position over the person. Praise the Lord. And you will get your opportunity to quietly have your say when you vote. Amen? Okay. How do we honor our leaders? Pray for them. Oh, actually, the NIV in 2 Peter 2, 9 and 10 says, there will be a punishment for those who follow. I'm laughing because, Pastor Alex, you said something about it being light tonight. And I'm like, there will be a curses and punishment. And what, what? And praise the Lord, and we have to repent. So, <laughs> but it's all out of love. It's because Jesus loves us and he wants us free. That's it. And he's got things for us to do. That's why it's not like this. It's like this, right? Okay. There will be a punishment for those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Second Peter 2, 9 and 10 in the NIV. How to honor our leaders. Pray for them. First Timothy 2, 2. Pray Praise the Lord for kings and all who are in authority, 
so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Wow, because we pray for our leaders. That's so good. Peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. So good. Pray for your leader. Speak respectfully to them if you have an opportunity to speak to Justin Trudeau or Donald Trump or anybody at any level from here to there, right? And also about them. Right? Because honor, we honor by our thoughts too, by our words, by our actions, and we dishonor that way as well. Okay? So even when you're at your, you know, what's coming up? Valentine's Day. Is there a Valentine's Day party? Whenever you get together with people and they talk about politics, be respectful, be honorable. Don't jump in on the conversation that's going downhill about your leader. Because God don't like that. A lot, a lot. Okay? Uh, praise the Lord. Lights. Okay. So what was that? That was your, that was king. Government leaders. Mayor. The mayor of Fort Erie and Buffalo. And wherever else you may live. Okay, two more to go. We have to. shorter and shorter okay <laughs> to, to be continued at home okay five honor the priests and spiritual leaders our pastors yay hallelujah i wanted to get to this one let's all stand and honor our pastors they're not here in the house but they're online we love our pastors we love Pastor Ian. We love Pastor Tina. I feel like I have to yell it through the internet, right? We love them so much and we're so blessed and we really do. I laugh when I say it because I actually believe that I go to the greatest church in the galaxy. You know, when you say something, you're like, oh my goodness, I actually believe that. Yeah. I laugh every time because I actually believe we go to the greatest church in the galaxy. I am not the same person and it's because I go to this church. Okay. Amen. And so honor them. 1 Thessalonians 5.12, honor those who, who are your leaders in the Lord's work. Never, ever accept or be involved in, don't ever be a part of any criticism, gossip, or negative remarks. Not only that coming from you, but that you're privy to. Get out of there. That's toxic. God does not have any time for that. Big time. Okay. 1 Thessalonians 5.13 in the Amplified says, uh, after 5.12, that says honors your leaders in the Lord's work. It says, we ask that you appreciate them and hold them in the highest esteem and love because of their work on your behalf. You know what it says in the Passion Translation? Dear brothers and sisters, make sure that you show your deep appreciation for those who cherish you. Pastor E and Pastor Tina, and diligently work, come on, 
as ministers among you. I've seen it. I've been on, I've been on a trip with Pastor uh, Tina and Pastor Jess. Okay. In October, we went to the Billy Bim, Brim, Billy, blah, 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 Billy Brim conference and they, they worked for you the whole time. I saw it firsthand. They are your leaders who care for you, teach you and stand before the Lord on your behalf. They value you with great love. And the only group that double honor is mentioned for is pastors. And first, that says something. First, everything says something. First Timothy 5:17. let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. Romans 12:10 says, outdo one another in showing honor. Outdo one another in showing honor. Praise the Lord. How to honor them. Get out of your, go out of your way to acknowledge them, to say hello to them. We shouldn't, yes, I know, I know. Literally, I had this image that the Lord gave me, is when they walk in the room over here and you're sitting down over there, you should be getting up out of your seat, me too, and running over to them and saying hello and acknowledging them. It should never be that they walk by us and we don't stand up and honor them and acknowledge them because they have given their lives. That's an understatement for us. And we have been transformed because of them, because they have paved a way for us and they continue to do that. Uh, what, what else can we do? Oh, praise the Lord. Pay attention in service. Don't yawn when they're ministering. <laughs> Bless them on their birthdays. February 9th is coming up. It's Pastor Tina's birthday. Come ready. May 9th is Pastor Ian's birthday. Come ready. Give them your attention. Don't look at your phone. Let them know this is another specific area. How they, their ministry, their teaching and preaching has helped you. And be specific. Because Pastor Ian, Ian has even said that to me. I've gone up to him and said, oh my gosh, that was so good. High five. And he goes, how did it help you? Be specific and do that with them. Let them know we've all been blessed. We got to be more vocal about it. Chase them down with good things to say, not complaints. Don't chase them. Don't be the one that chases them down to tell them something that they said that you didn't like. Be the one to chase them down to tell them something that changed their life that they said. Amen. Okay. What, what are we doing? Do we have more time or no? Okay. Lights down. Okay. Oh, okay. You, so you have a minute. If you dishonored in any way, Pastor Ian, Pastor Tina. Just get rid of it. And I, I can tell you one thing. If you did it to their face, they've already forgiven you. They're amazing.
and ask the Lord for an action step. Action step. Action step it up. Step it up. That's good. Okay, Brad. Praise the Lord. And then honor Phoebe was the last one. I love that. Pastor Ian said, who's Phoebe? Exactly. Perceived to be the least. First Peter 2.17 says, <laughs> I love it. God is so good. Honor everyone. Okay. Honor everyone. Uh, okay. I got like children, elderly, servers, cashiers, everybody. Bless the Lord. Uh, those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable on these, we bestow even greater honor. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 23. How do you honor everybody? You speak respectfully to them. It, wherever you go, okay? Be patient and kind. Don't be rude. Don't go to the cashier getting so frustrated because they're packing your bag so slow that you grab the bag from them and say, I can do it myself. That's rude. That is not honoring, okay? Smile. It goes so far. Find out your server's name. Find out one thing about them. It's all about relationship. Honor paves the way for great relationships. How long have you worked here? How long have you lived here? Where are you from? What's your favorite? I do this all the time. What's your favorite thing on the menu? Right? And sometimes people are with me get annoyed. But <laughs> praise the Lord. God loves it. Right? Consider others before your own. Let them in your lane. Let them in your lane. When the lane is merging. And you waited in that long line and they came up all the way up alongside, but you waited, let them in. Cause we've all been there. Consider others before our own tip. Well, tip, well, offer compliments and offer to pray for people. Praise the Lord lights. That is the last group. Bless the Lord. That is it. Thank you for your patience. That's the last group. Let's do that. Hallelujah. Phoebe. Everybody else who hasn't already been put into a category. Let me tell you while you're doing that to close why the crown is here my prop because sometimes when i'm talking to people right and you know we've all been there where the you're talking to the person and they're going on and on and on and on and you're like uh-huh 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 and maybe you had a million things to do but they're telling you about you know the peanuts they just ate or something i often find that I, I catch myself and I, I have this thought. I look right into their eyes and as they're talking, all I'm thinking about is, wow, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. You're sitting here talking about peanuts and I wanna run, but Jesus loves you. So that is worthy of a smile on my face. And so the Lord just gave me this picture that when you're talking to people, in any of these six groups or any other group because some people have more than six groups but everyone basically that when you're talking to them we're kings and priests we are all kings and priests so when you're talking to people encountering people just imagine that they have this on their head 
because I have to hold it. Not like this, but you get the gist. Because if a natural king or queen stepped into your presence with one of these on their head, we all know how we would respond. And God says, we all, all of us in all of these groups are kings and priests. And so to God, we all have one of these on our head. And so when we encounter people and we're in relationship with people, God's heart's desire is we would see them all with a crown on their head. Because when we do that, it would completely change the way we look at them. And when the way we look at them changes, the way we act towards them would change, amen? Praise the Lord. And so the last thing I wanna say is if you want prayer, God is so good. If you want prayer for anything, the altars are open. But one thing the Lord specifically said, if you want, this is a month about relationships. So if you're believing for restoration in a relationship or multiple relationships, whatever the case may be, come to the altar. We want to pray for you. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray that your life was impacted by this service and you are able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him, but been far from him. We wanna give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross so that you could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. If you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then just repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my savior and my Lord. Help me believe in you and love you every day and help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you have just made to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey. And most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we would love to send you with some easy steps on where to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you real soon.